Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Alan Lazard, five frame. Needing every bit of it. Oh, Hartman's still going inside the 10, and he is in for the touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinnen Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for part two of our discussion on the data and analytics of the 2023 draft class. And so we bring back our friend who helped us break down the offensive players in the 2023 draft. Now he's going to do the defensive players with us. Jim Coburn, the publisher of the only data and analytics-based draft guide out there. Jim, let's begin part two of our discussion talking about the interior defensive line, a position that as of right now is an area of great need for the New York Jets. Talk a little bit about this class and some of the players that you think the Jets might be able to land here in the first round, but then even past the first round, because that number 13 spot could potentially be somebody on the interior defensive line, but it very well could be a different position. Also, talk a little bit about what you've got on Jalen Carter, because obviously there's a lot of chatter about him maybe sliding down. Maybe he makes it to number 13 after all. Well, just it's just starting with Jalen Carter, because that is a good topic, because uh, I have been, uh, a lot with my Patreon subscribers, we've been having this discussion uh, in the comments section. Uh and the thing is, he has the hype, again, in terms of a lot of people are projecting him as a top 10 overall pick. Some people had him as, like, going in the top five or being the top player taken. Uh, and uh, that's that's kind of uh, – when you look at his production traits, because, again, this is the thing. I don't have a bias against a particular player. As far as off-the-field issues and those kinds of things, I don't really have any metrics for that. I just look at the data. You know, a lot of people talked about Randy Moss having, you know, uh, off the field issues in terms of marijuana and this and that. The guy still put up 90 plus percentile production and was a ridiculous athlete. Uh, Warren Sapp, again, we're talking about interior defense alignment, right? A guy that had really, you know, off the field issues in terms of before the draft, everybody was talking about Warren Sapp and, you know, his off the field issues. And, you know, he's uh, he's he's, you know, aggressive and he parties too much and 
all these kinds of things. When he was on the football field, again, 90 plus percentile production, ridiculous athlete on the football field. So again, when, when players have character concerns, I look at, okay, what did they do on the football field? Was it affecting their play? Was it affecting, you know, if a guy misses a football game because of, because of their character issues, that's a problem. So I think when you look at a guy like Jalen Carter, production-wise, he wasn't getting it done. You know, he had a 45.51 solo tackle market share production score, 59.88 in terms of sack market share, 56.29 in terms of tackle loss market share. And size-wise, he's not an elite size guy either. You know, he's 6'3", 314 pounds. That's average at the defensive tackle position at the NFL level. So it's not like he's this six foot eight or six foot nine, you know, like a DeForest Buckner type uh, guy uh, at the position either. And, and then athleticism wise, hasn't done nothing. Didn't do the forty yard dash. Didn't do the vertical to broad jump. Didn't do the short shoulder or the three cone to kind of tell you how athletic he is either. And again, when you just look at all the data on paper with Jalen Carter. I just, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. Now, I do understand people want to talk about Georgia's system because there's a lot of people that have come out and said, well, the Georgia defensive system, you know, they rotate a lot of guys and they have a lot of these five-star recruits who are trying to get them involved and, and all that kind of stuff. But as a data guy, as somebody who studies the data, studies the production uh, information, players who play at the next level dominate at the college level, and then they dominated the NFL level. There's no player who was on a great team, like they played at Alabama or played at Georgia, and they were just average in terms of their production. And then they go to the NFL, and then they just become this Hall of Fame player. So from the get-go, Jalen Carter, again, I'm not saying he's not going to become a starter or anything else like that. He has the traits to be like a starting tackle at the next level. But when you're taking a guy in the first round, you want this guy to have that potential to be a special player, to be that Pro Bowl type player, that All Pro type player. And anytime a guy has these sort of off the field issues, he's not taking part in the process at all. He wasn't really that productive in college. It's just, I mean, it reminds me a lot of Robert Kandiche. You know, this is a similar guy where Robert Kandiche, but he did test, so that's the only thing. Robert Kandiche proved he was a good athlete, but didn't have the production traits. And then he goes round one. And then what happens to Robert Kaniche? A whole lot of, you know, nothing. Didn't really become much of anything. Because, again, wasn't that productive. Was a good athlete, but wasn't that productive. Uh, in terms of the interior defensive alignment, <coughs> excuse me, in this draft class, I think in terms of the Jets, I think they have a lot of good options here. Uh, Colby Wooden from Auburn, I think, is probably one of the top guys. If you're looking for, like, a 3-4 uh, DN or just that sort of five technique uh, has all the sort of production traits you're looking for, good athleticism traits. Keon White from Georgia Tech, another guy in terms of the production traits you're looking for, has all the, again, good overall production, um, good athleticism traits, and has all those other things that you're looking for at the position. If I was to say who's the top interior defense alignment in this class, it has to be Adi, Adi, um, you know, Adi Bowar uh, from Northwestern. Elite athleticism traits, elite production traits. And I think in terms of his size-wise, there is that concern. You know, he's 6'2", 282 pounds, which is not the size that you're looking for in terms of uh, like a top 10 talent. But in the sort of Aaron Donald mode, which, again, I'm not calling him Aaron Donald, but 
he has that similar size of an Aaron Donald with athleticism of an Aaron Donald. It wasn't quite as productive, but has all the sort of traits you're looking for with him. But he's another guy that I think has the you know good overall traits in terms of that position. And the Jets should definitely be looking at. But uh, I think overall, the interior defensive line class is inconsistent. I think there's some good players here, but I think there's more guys in the line of uh, uh, like three techs. I think, you know, those pass rushing, penetrating type tackles. I think that's more so what this class offers. Not really any all-star special players except for, say, Again, Adi from Northwestern. I think he's the only guy in this class I really think has a good shot to be a special defense tackle at the next level. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Jim, staying on the defensive line, let's talk about the edge rushers here. The Jets took two of them last year with Jermaine Johnson and Michael Clemens. They also have Bryce Huff coming back, presumably, and Carl Lawson, everybody expects to be back. But you've never heard this phrase ever uttered by an NFL team. We have too many good edge rushers. You can never have enough guys that can effectively rush the passer. So talk a little bit about this edge rusher class and some guys the Jets might be able to get in the mid to late rounds because, yeah, they could take one, early on and so if you could address that too just in case we could talk about who the best edge rushers are at the top of the class but it's more likely i think that they take one past number 13 right absolutely i think in terms of the edge rushers in this class i think it's a it's actually a great all-around edge rusher class there's a lot of guys that are productive they have the athleticism traits you're looking for i think the top guys in this class obviously will anderson jr from alabama has all the production traits you're looking for, 99% in terms of solo tackle production, you know, 99% in terms of tackle for loss production, 86% in terms of sacks. It has, uh, again, the speed traits you're looking for at the position. 
So he's a guy that I think is, in terms of all the, the edge rushers in this class, a guy that easily has a chance to be a really special player. Uh, Derek Hall from Auburn is another guy in that same vein, good production traits, great speed traits for the position. Uh, is somebody who I think has a great chance to be a good all-around player again for them. Uh, and then moving on to some of the other guys, again, these are guys I think that the Jets would have a chance to get. Um, and uh, one example is uh, Felix uh, Uzume, you know, from uh, Kansas State. Good production traits overall, good speed traits overall. Again, average, about above average speed, 66.13 out of 100 in terms of the speed traits. And has that sort of uh, sort of overall traits you're looking for at the sort of edge rusher position. Lonnie Phelps from Kansas, kind of an underrated option to be to be completely honest with you, uh, because good production traits, 90 plus percentile speed at the position, and as a guy that again, if you're looking for a guy like a Carl Lawson, he has all the sort of traits that Carl Lawson had coming out of Auburn. It's just he played at Kansas. That's the only thing. So you're getting a Kansas discount because a lot of times people kind of you know, uh, don't give Kansas the respect they need. And when they are kind of an up-and-coming program, they're, you know, they're starting to – they're not just a basketball program anymore. They're really starting to, to really improve their football program a lot there. And I think Lonnie Phelps is, is going to be an example for that. He's going to be a guy who's going to have some success and people are going to start to take more chances on Kansas, prospect, Kansas uh, prospects. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame, another good all-around production guy, good athleticism traits, 90-plus percentile speed. Uh, Dylan Horton from TCU, good again. I, I could I could say this all day long. Good production traits, good athleticism traits. Uh, Trenton Simpson from Clemson, more of a three-four uh, outside linebacker type edge rusher, but could also be a you know that sort of power right linebacker, you know, in a four-three kind of scheme. Good, good, a good overall athleticism traits, good production traits. The list goes on and on. Lucas Van Ness from Iowa is probably the only guy in this class that from a physical standpoint has all the traits you're looking for. He, he tested like a Bosa brother, you know, he tested like Joey Bosa tested like Nick Bosa has better production than Nick Bosa did coming out of Ohio state. Cause Nick Bosa had some inconsistencies in terms of his production traits could show that he could penetrate the backfield, but again, was more of a rotational guy. And Lucas Vaness has never started a football game at Iowa for reasons. I mean, that's my only concern. I know a lot of people have said that it's kind of has to do with Iowa not wanting to start uh, a underclassman over seniors, which makes some sense. Again, some coaches, you know, don't always, you know, uh, make the best rational decisions. They just want to stick by their guns uh, in terms of, uh, you know, whatever decision they want to make. They, they don't really think about the long-term consequences of it. But Lucas Van Ness, again, another guy that I think you could get at a discount and has all the traits you're looking for to be like a Nick Bosa type. I don't think he's going to be as good as Joey Bosa, but I think in terms of his athleticism traits, his production traits, he's right in line with those types of guys. Uh, and then, of course, you got uh, Thomas Incombe from Central Michigan. This is another player who is going to be had in sort of day three, day two range that has the athleticism traits, the production traits you're looking for at the position. Uh, and then, again, the list just goes on. There's so many really decent uh, pass rushers in this draft class in terms of having the production traits and having the athleticism traits. So I think this is one of those examples where you could go on and on and on. Will McDonald, of course, the fourth from Iowa State, has all the traits you're looking for in terms of being a decent overall pass rusher at the next level. Andre Carter, the second from Army, 
great production traits, similar athleticism traits to his father, uh, Andre Carter the first, you know, who was at Cal in terms of not being the fastest player overall, but has really great flexibility traits. Uh, but it definitely has those size traits. Then, of course, Nolan Smith from Georgia. I have some question marks about him because of his production traits. He tested very similar to, say, a Clay Matthews coming out of USC in terms of his uh, b- being a guy who had great athleticism but didn't quite have the production traits you're looking for. So there are some question marks with him, but he's another guy that's really great in terms of that. But I think overall, when you look at the entire edge rusher class as a whole, Lots of great athletes, lots of really productive players. So you kind of just have to pick them and roll with it. Take two of them out of this draft class and sort of day three, day two range, and I think you're going to have a really good shot of getting a player. As long as you pick the right ones, as long as they're productive and they're athletic, I think you have a good shot of hitting at the position in this class. Jim, let's talk about linebackers because that's definitely an area of need for the Jets. They've got C.J. Mosley. They did bring back Quincy Williams. But there is not a lot going on there in the linebacker room for the Jets. Talk about some of the best prospects here in this class that could be available early on and then later on, middle to late rounds. And overall, what do you think about this linebacker class? I think the overall linebacker class is not that great. There's not a whole lot of productive guys in terms of like elite production traits. Or at the very least, there are some guys who have those elite production traits, but they don't have the athleticism traits to match it. I I think there are some solid options here. I think if you're a Jets guy and you're looking, again, for that linebacker position, Noah Sewell uh, from Oregon has the sort of production traits and athleticism traits that you're looking for, but, again, is not somebody who I think is going to be like a special linebacker prospect. He's going to be good. He just isn't quite going to be like a Ray Lewis or – uh, in that sort of vein of being like that really, really special uh, or like a Luke Kuechly is another example, kind of more of a modern example of that type of linebacker prospect. There's nobody like that in this class, but there's a lot of really solid options uh, like that. Jake, Jake Campbell from Iowa, another guy, good production traits, good athleticism traits overall. I would not be surprised if he gets drafted by the New England Patriots though, man, because he has the sort of oversized linebacker traits that the, Patriots love, you know, Bill Belichick coming from the mold of, of coaching under the Giants and, you know, kind of remembering kind of their their linebackers being those big, you know, big six foot five, six foot four, 240 plus pound guys. Jake Campbell kind of fits the role or fits the mold of those types of players. So I would not be surprised if he gets like snagged up by the Patriots, but he would be a really good option as a Jet. You know, kind of would be for rubbing in the face of Belichick to a certain extent to get that type of guy. Because uh, he really does like those types of athletes at the position. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, Orgy from Vanderbilt. Uh, another guy has good production traits, good athleticism traits. Uh, Dorian Williams from Tulane. Um, Owen uh, Papoy from Auburn. Another really good overall linebacker prospect. And Drew Saunders from Arkansas probably is the top in this class in terms of his overall uh, athleticism and production traits in this particular class. But I think when you take a look at the class from above, just taking a look at it from a data perspective, they don't have that special linebacker guy in this class. You know, that guy, again, you, you stake your name on them, so to speak, but they do have a lot of good options here. So I think the jets will have opportunity to get a decent linebacker prospect, but I wouldn't exactly expect him to be special or I wouldn't expect him to be somebody who, you get in like the later rounds and he ends up surprising a lot of people. Cause I think 
when you look at the linebacker class, it just kind of is what it is. A lot of these guys, what you see is what you get. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just there's not guys that are going to exceed your expectations. Jim, let's talk about the secondary now, cornerback and safety. Safety is a big one for the Jets. They badly need particularly a free safety, but really they need safety help, and they've needed it for a while. So hopefully they address that possibly in free agency with somebody who's still left, but also in the draft. And then cornerback. Yes, the Jets have Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, one of the best duos in the league. They've also got Michael Carter, who's a pretty good slot corner, but just as I said before, Jim, that you've never heard the phrase, we have too many guys that can rush the passer. You've also never heard the phrase, we have too many guys that can cover receivers. So it's always good to have depth at the cornerback position. Talk about the safety class, who you think the Jets might be able to get. Maybe even at 13, we've heard the name Brian Branch as one example. And talk about the cornerbacks too, because even though a safety could be taken really early, I don't think a corner will be, but you never know later on in the draft. So talk about the safety class, the corner class, and some of the guys you like here. So in terms of the safety class, from a data perspective, again, taking me out of it just from a data perspective, there's not a lot of really great options options in this class. There's no safeties who really hit all the marks you're looking for in terms of like an all-pro free safety or strong safety type. There's no players who even hit really all the Pro Bowl marks that you're looking for at the position, except for J.L. Skinner and Jason Taylor II from Oklahoma State. Those are guys that kind of could be Pro Bowlers. It's a strong safety position. But when you move to the actual free safeties, this class is slow, man. This is a really slow safety class in terms of, from a speed score perspective. Guys like Brian Branch that you just mentioned, Brian Branch's athleticism traits are this. He had a 40.41 explosion score. Again, that takes into account the vertical and the broad jump for his size. He had a 27.03 out of 100 speed score, and he had a 12.25 flexibility score for his size in terms of his uh, short shell three cone kind of combination. So this is somebody who is slow, objectively slow, and objectively not very flexible at the safety position. So he has more of like a low end, strong safety athleticism build, but plays the free safety position. Now, I'm not taking away anything about his production, though. I mean, he was a productive player at Alabama, but he doesn't quite have the athleticism traits that you're looking for at the position, nor does he have the sort of elite production traits of say like Ed Reed. Cause Ed Reed, for example, for at Miami, he was not like an elite athlete. He did have average speed for his size, but he wasn't an elite athlete, but he did have elite production. He's somebody who put up really great solo tackle marks, really great interception market share rates at, at Miami, Florida. And also in terms of the competition he was dealing with, which again, I'm not saying Brian Branch doesn't have competition, He's at Alabama. But Brian Branch does not quite have the traits you're looking for in terms of a first-round safety prospect. He's not particularly very athletic, and he doesn't particularly have great overall production traits at the position. So I would be very concerned if you take a guy like that in the first round. Um, moving on to some other positions here, I think if you're a Jet, I think get, getting a guy like Sidney Brown from Illinois might be an option there for you, uh, a guy that may end up going again in the day two, day three range has the athleticism traits you're looking for. Not a crazy productive player, though, but definitely has solid all-around traits that you could end up doing something with. So I am kind of excited about him to a certain extent. Um, Anthony Johnson uh, Jr. from Iowa State, 
another guy, good production, good athleticism traits, doesn't quite hit all the traits you're looking for in terms of a special uh, free safety type, but does at least some decent things enough to be considered, you know, like a starter at the next level. Uh, and then, of course, just kind of finishing off with uh, probably the last safety to talk about it, Ronnie Hickman from Ohio State at the free safety position. Good production traits, not that athletic of a player. Uh, and then maybe just add in Brandon Joseph, of course, from Notre Dame. Good production traits, doesn't quite get it done in terms of his athleticism traits. So most of the safeties in this class, I would say they have – the production, but they don't have the athleticism or they have the athleticism and they don't have the production in terms of all the traits you're looking for at the position, uh, which means it's going to be inconsistent. It's going to be very inconsistent safety class overall. So you'll, you'll find a couple guys here and there. I think that'll fit your needs or fit what you want, but they may disappoint just based on their overall data at the cornerback position though. It's a, it's, there's a lot more breathing room. There's a lot of really great cornerbacks in this particular draft class based on data. Garrett Williams from Syracuse, fantastic production marks and good athleticism traits. Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, great, again, great production, great athleticism traits. Kilo Ringo from Georgia, great all around in terms of those traits as well. Devin Witherspoon, Carrington Valentine, Cameron Mitchell, uh, you know, Clark Phillips even, you know, Kay Blue Kelly, you know, uh, the list goes on. There's a lot of really great cornerback prospects in this particular draft class. Uh, and even a nickel option like, you know, Trey – uh, Hodges Tomlinson from TCU. You know, if you're trying to get like that nickel uh, cornerback prospect, kind of an undersized guy to kind of cover those smaller size slot guys, you know, in the middle of the field, can fit that role pretty well. So I would say the cornerback class is a much more diverse and productive and athletic class compared to the safety class, where I just have some concerns. Not to say that this, there's not going to be any safeties that make it out of this draft class, but there's just a lot of inconsistency here. And there's no guy who really just sticks out like a sore thumb in terms of being a special prospect. Jim Coburn, who breaks down the data on all the draft prospects, always a treat to have him on, to hear him break down the data on all these guys and see how his data matches up with the actual success. We'll talk again after the draft once the Jets have their players in tow that they have picked, and then Jim can break it down from a data perspective. Sixth year in a row, Jim, that you've been on. Crazy. It's a yearly ritual, as you said. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. Really appreciate it. For those that want to join your Patreon, get more of your data, really dive in deep, how can they do that, and how can they follow you on social media? Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter um, at Jim Metrics. That's J-I-M-E-T-R-I-C-S. You can also go to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash jcoburn. And I am also going to have the 2023 NFL Draft Analytics Guide, which is coming out on April 10th uh, this year. And it's going to have a lot of prospects, probably my best guide that I've ever done. Uh, it's going to have a lot of information in there. It's going to have a lot of uh more explanation in terms of expected approximate value data. And I'm really am showing my work a lot more than I have before, because I, I do like to show my work. It's a lot of stuff to talk about on paper form, but I have been able to kind of just get a better way of kind of explaining things, I think. And I think people are going to be really excited about that when it comes out. Make sure that you check out Jim's guide. It's always a treat and subscribe to his Patreon. Follow him on Twitter as well. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome all 22 breakdowns up there, including 
a breakdown of each of the Jets' two newest wide receivers, Alan Lazard and Mecole Hardman, courtesy of the Thunder from down under, Luke Grant. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the play like a jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there. Tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.